Hi everyone. We've had a late change with this week's podcast. Following the sad news yesterday of the Queen's passing, I thought it more appropriate for me to reflect on what this may mean to everyone involved with Motors Commercials and also to share my own thoughts and experiences of the Royal Family. The formal communication released by Rob Truscott this morning reflected the mood felt by much of the country and indeed the wider world. Queen Elizabeth II was a remarkable lady who dedicated her entire life to the betterment of this nation and the Commonwealth and so deserves the condolences and accolades we are witnessing from the four corners of our world. I don't think there will be a single colleague within Motors Commercials who will remember another monarch other than the Queen. And so she has been a consistent presence for all of us during our lifetimes. It's incredible to think that and also then to contemplate the changes we will see over the coming days, weeks and months as we celebrate the arrival of King Charles III, who at 73 years of age will be the oldest monarch to ascend to the throne. Imagine a banknote, a coin or a postage stamp without the Queen's head on it. God save the King. It almost sounds old fashioned, doesn't it? But that is the reality. That is succession. And at the age of 96 and with declining health over recent months, the Queen would have made certain that her family and the nation is ready for this change. Yeah, so we enter a period of national mourning and at Motors Commercials we held a minute silence earlier today and also are flying our flags at half-masts around the country. But soon we'll follow a period of celebration, a new era to follow the magnificent reign of Queen Elizabeth II who oversaw so many cultural and social changes in our great country. The events of the last 24 hours have given me cause to ponder on my own experiences with the Queen and her family. Now, I never met the Queen in person, but I've seen her twice. The first time was her Silver Jubilee in 1977, when she came to Derby and granted it city status as part of her Jubilee celebrations. Back then, I was a six-year-old boy standing with my mum and older brother, Union Jack, on a stick in hand, waiting for the Queen to drive along Kedleston Road, which she did in a shiny black limousine, sitting alongside Prince Philip, waving and smiling at all who had gathered on the royal route out of the city. It was magical. I can still remember her beautiful big smile. She just seemed to sparkle, and that image has remained implanted in my mind's eye all of these years. The second time was in 1997, when once again she visited Derby with Prince Philip to officially open our football stadium, Pride Park. Now I'm not sure any other club in the country has ever witnessed the sight of the Queen zipping around the perimeter of the pitch in a golf-style buggy, waving enthusiastically to 30,000 cheering people. But us Derby people are proud of the fact that she did it in our city and in our stadium. I have been to Buckingham Palace and I must say it was a real thrill to stand the other side of the iron railings from which I had previously viewed the palace many, many times throughout my life. I didn't meet the Queen, although she was in residence, but I did meet with Prince Andrew, who was the Ambassador of UK Apprenticeships, and later with Prince Edward, who took over the Duke of Edinburgh award scheme from his father. Now, whether you are a royalist or not, I doubt anyone will not be touched by the Queen's death. As I said at the beginning of my podcast, she really was a remarkable lady, an incredibly well-respected statesman and an inspiring leader of our nation for 70 years. As famously said by Paddington Bear earlier this year, 
thank you for everything.